So let's understand the eligibility requirement for the CFA Institute examination. So when you're registering for the CFA Institute exams, so let me just give you the broad area, broad uh, eligibility requirement first, and then I'll discuss the specifics around it. So one is you need to be either a graduate or if you're already a graduate, you don't need to bother. You can just simply choose the option graduate and accordingly register for the institute's examination. The second option is you have work experience of four years. Normally you require a four years work experience. It is possible to have a three-year experience if you have worked for more than 4,000 hours in three-year time frame. So if you can explain, if you can justify based on your work profile, obviously there is no work log or time log proof that is going to be required that you have to fill up hourly detail of what you have done in the next in the in the last three years in order to qualify for this. But you'll have to give your job designation, the role you are in, the company you are in, and what work you have been doing, what work you have been holding on. That detail uh, uh, is going to be required in terms of work experience. If you want to have three years of experience and you want to claim 4,000 hours. Paid internships are also allowed over here, but then in that case, it has to be paid internship and you have to write that you have been skilled enough, you have been doing certain kind of role. It has been an important role. I'll discuss this in detail on the Institute's website. Now, when you're looking at the experience requirement, it need not necessarily be investment related. So the three to four years of work experience requirement that is there, it can be any job. It can be marketing, HR, finance. It can be absolutely anything, designing or whatsoever it is. It can be absolutely any job. It need not be investment related. Then after completing the three levels of the CFA exam, then when you register for the charter, in that case, the experience you have to put that has to be investment finance related there the details are going to be required there obviously a marketing experience is not going to give you a charter so obviously there are a lot of profiles even in marketing which is finance oriented so we'll see that so it has to be related to finance when you're submitting the experience for charter not to apply for the institute not to be eligible for the institute's examination and the other alternative is combined experience in education. This is also going to be three to four years, but it again needs to have, if it is three years, it has to have a minimum of 4,000 hours. And the education will be considered flat 1,000 uh, hours per year, per annum. So say for example, and also there was, uh, if a student is in the second year of college, he cannot say that first year and second year of college I've studied, so two years. And during the first year and second year, I have also been working. So therefore that combines and gives me a 4,000 hours. You cannot claim that. It has to be sequential. You cannot have the work and education part parallel at the same time, running at the same time. So it has to be a three or four year time frame. Are you understanding? So it cannot be that during my first year and second year, I was also working for two years. So that two years of education and two years of experience is going to give me a uh, eligibility over here. That does not work over here. That is why it has to be sequential. And education is going to be considered only 1000 hours per annum. And uh, your experience part, then you have to see as to how much of what kind of a job, what kind of a role you have been in. So say, for example, if you can justify that, you know, my working hours are, let's say, nine hours a day and six hours a week, and that is going to be let's say for uh, uh, six days a week sorry nine hours into six days let's say we are talking about india and into 52 weeks so you have like 2800 hours easily covered in one year itself so in that case you can definitely claim that in three years but that also cannot be in two years you can't say that i've been working for two years and in two years i've completed 4000 hours so in three three years you can actually claim that yes i've completed 4000 hours of work and um, again with the graduation part, it has to be sequential. You can also register for the exam even if you're in the final year of graduation. I'll just discuss that part in a bit. 
another question that i get very often from students is that i am taking up xyz correspondence course or something i have done in terms of my graduation i've done distance learning or something will that qualify so in case see the institute is not going to be verifying every single uh, person's profile and then tell you that okay this profile i will al uh, allow it to be eligible the idea on the institute's website it's given that in your country if it is assumed if it is given a bachelor equivalent designation in that case it is allowed so even there are students i think ca ipcc also if you've completed the inter examination of ca exams and you can get a it is a bcom equivalent in india in that case also it will work as an eligibility but then you have to in case there is an inquiry by the institute and they want documents and all you'll have to send the notification of the government or whatever circular that i am eligible because of so and so reason so that shall not be a problem and again check i'm not sure but i think ipcc you can get a graduation certificate or something like that an equivalent with ipcc that ca enter also or say for example you've done a distance learning ignu program or something for graduation in india it is considered to be bachelor's equivalent in that case the institute will also consider the institute is not going to individually check your eligibility and then accordingly give you an answer so if it is there you just make sure that that notification you have you have read that notification of the government or the circular by the uh, uh, by the ministry or something and you know that okay this is considered bachelor's equivalent in that case it is fine so even your distance learning graduation all is not a problem when you are looking at being an undergraduate so while you are in the final year now this i had actually also forwarded a request to the institute that the exam student is going to take the level 2 exam after graduation itself but allow him to register for the exam while he is undergraduate so that he can apply and register in the uh, early bird fee so that the fees uh, comes down for the student so that is what the institute has done now understand this very carefully in case you are an undergraduate otherwise this is not going to be relevant to you if you are a graduate you select graduate if you are a working professional for more than 3 years or 4 years you select work experience if you are in let's say the third year of college or uh, if you can state that one year of college is done and then in two years you have completed uh, uh, 4000 hours of work experience then that is also fine sorry 3000 because 1000 is going to be considered for your let's say first year of college then second year third year if you've completed 4000 hours of graduation uh, 4000 uh, 3000 hours total 4000 is needed let's say in first year of college my 1000 hours is completed second year third year may i am claiming that i have completed 3000 hours of work so second third year so at the end of third year even if you are not a graduate you can claim eligibility based on this sequential work ex and education 1000 hours first year of college and second and third year college you have completed 3000 hours of work ex and given the kind of working hours we have in india i think we can easily claim that even acha i'll come to the documentation bit also let me complete this part first so say for example this is your graduation month graduation month is not the exam graduation exam date say for example your graduation exam takes place for the final year in the month of april and your results are out in june or let's say july so you can take level 2 exam only after july so let's say after july you are allowed to take level 2 in let's say august so you can register for level 2 exam in august the exam is taking place after your graduation month your graduation month say for example is july you can register for august exam and you can register while you are an undergraduate obviously you'll have to be confident that yes i'm definitely going to become a graduate in the month of july so that clarity you will have to have but if that happens you can register for l2 while in college so when you're registering for the level 2 exam you need not be a graduate but you have to make sure that the exam date of level 2 is after your graduation date and for level 1 exam earlier also we were allowed to take the exams in the final year of college now you can take the level 1 exam any time between 11 months before the graduation date so in july if you are going to get graduated let's say july in x year then from 
प्रीवियस ईयर ऑगस्ट यू कैन टेक दी एग्जाम एनी टाइम बिटवीन लास्ट ईयर ऑगस्ट मंथ टिल दिस ईयर जुलाई मंथ Are you understanding this? In the eleven months before, so actually you can register for the exam level one even before eleven months. So, say for example, this is July twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. The institute has updated this eligibility requirement. Say for example, this is July twenty twenty one. In that case, between August twenty twenty and July twenty one, you can take the exam at any point of time. For taking the exam, let's say in November twenty twenty, I can register in two thousand uh, January twenty twenty also. The exam date has to be between eleven months from before the graduation month. Any time between eleven months from the graduation month, your exam has to be there. The registration for this exam can be done any time before. The level two exam has to take place after the graduation month. The exam date, the exam month, but the registration can be done before. So there is an opportunity in terms of registering for the exam in the early bird, the earliest bird uh, deadline, so that the exam, the institute fees is not very very high. That is the reason why this provision has been made. That level two exam has to take place after graduation month. The registration can be done any time before that. The level one exam has to be within eleven months from the graduation date. Obviously, graduation date is this side, this side closer to the graduation date. And registration can be done at any point of time before that. So that is fine. So accordingly, you will have to choose your eligibility requirement, right? With respect to documentation, the institute is not going to ask you to submit proofs and all while you or at the time of registration, but in case in future there is an inquiry if in cases to institute wants to have any clarification with respect to your eligibility requirement for college obviously you can submit your college mark sheet or your graduation certificate or something and the date is mentioned over there so make sure you're not falsifying any kind of information that is ethically wrong and you could be barred from the institute altogether and the second one is with respect to your work experience so it is not that your company will have to sign exactly 3000 hour work log or something but the company can simply on a uh, you know uh, company can simply state that uh, this is the normal working hours of the company and you have been working from this date to this date so in that case that that is that is and your designation or your job role or something that will be proof enough so that will not be a problem a simple lor and all these things documents from the company and of course even for article ship or internship or something it has to be paid so therefore salary slip maybe the institute might ask in case there is an inquiry otherwise you don't have to submit salary slip but in case there is an inquiry inquiry then the institute can ask for that so salary slip can be availed from the institute or bank statement or something like that in case they ask otherwise a normal letter and all those details from the companies uh, uh side is is going to be sufficient normally it depends on what is the issue and why uh, an inquiry is being made so that will be fine so as long as it is legitimate you will be able to prove in everything and it will not be a problem i'll just go through the eligibility part of the from the institute's uh, website once yeah so when you're looking at this either you need to be a bachelor or equivalent program and degree of college university if you are not sure consult your college or university the institute is not going to tell you so if you have a distance learning and uh, uh, graduation program or something you've done that is fine there will be no problem with that as long as it is recognized as a graduate degree in india second if the student is in final year understand the exam window must be 11 months before your graduation date for your level 1 exam but for level 2 exam you must complete your degree before the date of sitting for your exam so level 2 before the exam date your graduation month has to be there you can register while you are in final year for level 2 also but the level 2 examination date has to be post your after your graduation month and for level 1 it has to be within 11 months from your graduation date you can register even in your second year you don't have to be in the third year to register for the exam also now so that you can take advantage of the early bird registration
with respect to professional experience i've already told you 4000 hours is going to be combined but minimum of 3 years it has to be there and it has to be sequential years it cannot be overlapping years and for education 1000 hours per year is what is standard and considered professional experience does not have to be investment related now but when you apply for the charter so say for example this is a confusion so right now if you already have 4 years worth of investment experience that will also work for charter if you have different kind of experience right now after your level 1 2 or 3 or along with level 1 2 3 whenever you make the job switch and your job is related to finance even teaching finance is a, a qualified job profile so then you can uh, then that work experience will qualify for the charter so charter will come after cfa level 3 is over then you have to submit those details right now the work experience need not be finance related and experience could also uh, it could be internship articleship etc if it is paid family business also works if you're applying if you're actually working properly and you're paid for it and professional experience would be you know where you have communication leadership skill basically it's a proper responsible job it is not time pass you're doing it has to be your proper job and uh, so institute may request proof of education proof of work, work experience and that you need to provide failure to provide would obviously create an issue for you so make sure that you're not falsifying or you're not writing any false information when you're registering for the exam of course you need to have an international passport the exams are going to be in english and no other language and uh, i've seen students uh, uh, you know without reading properly the answer so institute will give you questions in terms of you know whether you have been convicted in a court of law for any kind of felony or something and i've seen students at time making a mistake writing all yes yes i've been convicted by mistake so by mistake or casually or carelessly do not make such mistake so you will be having a statement which you'll have to fill up in order to uh, when you're registering for the institute because they'll need those details and all do not falsify any kind of details over there and participating countries basically wherever you exam are and otherwise you'll have to fly to another country and take the exam mostly in all the countries prominently all the countries the cf exams are taking place so that you can there is an there will be an option of checking test center locations you can check there and you can schedule your exam that is another part of it right so i hope this is clear very very clear with respect to eligibility so if you are a graduate fine even if you are a distance learning graduate etc it will be fine if you are a already working for 3 to 4 years in india or primarily when check your working hours if it's 3000 if it's 4000 hours plus that is fine if your education plus experience is going to be 4000 hours plus that is also fine if you are in the final year then level 1 you can register in second year but make sure you take the exam in the third year and when you are registering for level 2 you can register in the third year but your exam has to be after the graduation date when you are looking at for example if you are a student wherein you have 4 years of graduation so engineers in india for example or people abroad as in lot of countries uh, outside will have a 4 year bachelor program so in that case what you can do is in that case also you can start the exam with the final year so you can register in the third year take the exam in fourth year if you are working for the year 1 2 and 3 in, the, in that case you can choose the experience uh, criteria So in three years you've completed three thousand four thousand hours of experience. So that is a qualification criteria. Or you can register in the third year, take the first level in the fourth year, and after fourth year you're automatically eligible uh, because of three years of experience. In case you're working, if you're not working, then after four years of your graduation, then you can appear for your level two. If you're working, then at the end of three years you can take level one, level two simultaneously with a six month gap. And in one year you can obviously take only two exams. in one year so it it can be either a feb august or it can be may november you can't do a feb may you can't do a may august you it has to be a six months gap between the two examination 
anyways this is fine you understood the eligibility criteria so accordingly please make sure that you're not making any mistake you're not falsifying any information and accurately you are choosing the eligibility requirement and accordingly filling up your form when you're registering for the exam